laying on top of you. Okay, this might be abusive. I'm not sure, but I'm going to pin you down. Wait, wait, wait. I see some orange. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I look, and my hand is on fire. I want to tell you, stop sleeping with the AirPods in. Every no. time I wake up, I wake up with the AirPod near my ass. I sleep naked. If an AirPod goes up my ass, I'm going to fucking kill you. That basically means you're an escort because you're getting paid with a fancy dinner. That's true. Donut media, mighty carmods. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck? Can we just say... Your face ID unlocks my phone. <laughs> they say you date someone who looks similar to you, but why the fuck is face ID doing us dirty like that? You deserve to have the chlamydia because you're going out with someone that you've caught on dating sites before. Taught like. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning into the Flowbiz podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on your preferred audio platform. And whilst you're there, it would be nice to leave us a review. Preferably a five star one. Anyway, enjoy the episode. Why is it flipping freezing in here? We need to get a heater, but it's also funny because we once spoke about our differences in temperatures and you're currently wearing a jacket and I'm not. Yeah, I don't know how you're not. I'm cold. Yeah, I'm not like chilly. I'm, I'm perfect. Yeah, again, for those that don't know and I haven't been keeping up with the podcast in a long time, uh, this is in the back of a garage, an old garage that has a cracked roof that is made out of... Asbestos. As, as, asbestos. Asbestos. And also we actually have mold growing, so... Yes, behind, behind Robert, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he might start having breathing difficulties the more we carry <laughs> on with this podcast. Uh, also, there's holes behind this wall. You know when he was building that frame for this wall? Yeah. The Your dad smashed one of the windows. I know. <laughs> well, I think it's on my side here. No, no, it's this one here. The, the windows are here. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. The windows are literally here. They're right here. That's the door. And the three windows are here. No, no, no I, whatever. I'm right, and I'm going to show you the footage afterwards. So. Whatever the case may be, there's a hole behind, multiple <laughs> holes behind us. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just freezing. The draw through here is mad. But so we're going to get a radiator. We are. Because we have some money in the pot Thanks for the podcast. To you guys. Thanks yeah, to you guys. We actually have some cash on yeah. the dollar. Some some of the people that have been signed up to the Patreon yeah. will get us through the winter. You literally, we've got some dinero. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, so... I'm feeling good, Sorry. despite being freezing cold. And uh, yeah, the vibes are up. The vibes are high. Uh, and yeah, people have been enjoying the new podcast layout. Yes, I, I would say so. Yeah, I've had a lot of positive feedback from you guys that you enjoyed it. Enjoy it more compressed, less wiffle waffle, more on the juicy stuff. And also, it kind of has to be like that. Because now TikTok, how everyone's attention spans are fucked. Yeah. You just have to compress everything. Even me, my attention span is like really bad. The goldfish. That's facts. But anyway, uh, whilst you... Get you on with it? the... Oh, you're already ready. I got it. Well, by se episode 73, Laura's just aced it now. Aced it like a like a spade? That was trash. Okay. Welcome <laughs> back to the podcast. It kind of sounds like showbiz, but it's actually flowbiz. My name is Robert. That is Laura. And she's about to fire away the useless fact of the week slash day slash whatever the fuck you want to call it. Laura, go ahead. The first one is like a follow-up fact. So last episode, last main episode, we spoke about breast milk. And uh, you yes. wanted me to fact check whether how long after pregnancy do your breasts... Produce milk. Okay, yeah. Because cool. we were, I was saying, oh, you can produce milk till you're like, tw your kid's 12. And you're like, nah, that's not normal. I still don't believe that, but go ahead. So the actual truth is coming to light right now. Okay, go ahead. When um, the amount of milk that comes out from a breast after pregnancy, when the kid is alive, when the kid's in earth, just depends on how healthy the mom is. So okay. assuming you're mentally healthy, like you're not stressed, you're physically healthy, the milk will still produce till whenever. There, but Right. So there can be until the kid's 20. But there will be a decreased amount. Okay. It won't be like loads of milk, but there'll still be milk coming out. So, really? Really, yeah. 
What the? So if I were getting frisky in the bedroom, the kid's like an independent adult or moved out of the house. I could yeah. be getting a bit of milk in my mouth. Assuming someone's taking the milk though. Right, so you need to constantly be sucking out the, yeah. the, the milk. So like, I think so. I didn't even check that part. <laughs> so mate, I hope, yeah, you're not just banging and milk's flying. <laughs> like squirt. I mean, don't squirt from the tit, squirt from down low. <laughs> just squeeze the tit and just milk just leaks out. Literally. Yeah, go on. But there are other facts that mm -hmm. you don't know. The first one is some birds like pigeons and flamingos also produce milk for their young ones. Birds? Yeah, birds, like they produce From milk where? for their babies. Good question. Because they don't have tits, as dog far as I'm concerned. Female dogs have nipples. Yeah, well, I, I know mammals have nipples. But like birds and pigeons. Cows, dogs, that's pigs. That's really good. Do I have to follow that one up as well? Yeah, next episode, okay. come with how, from where do... Because I swear they just chew up worms and open their mouth and the kids just eat out the mouth. Maybe, yeah, I'm going to have to check where the fuck that comes from. And the last I, I, I have to raise my concerns about that being cap. <laughs> I think that is cap. The last one you're definitely going to think is cap as well then. If you didn't believe that, you're definitely not going to believe this, but it's true. Okay. Apparently humans share about 60% of their DNA with bananas. <laughs> bananas? Where? Yeah, bananas. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like, I don't know, monkeys or... I said, What was the other one that was like big chicken, I think? Uh, bananas don't even speak. They can't even walk. Do they even have feelings? The bananas have emotions. <laughs> Apparently trees have feelings. Really? Apparently trees can communicate. Oh, that's why they have tree huggers, right? Like people who go and hug trees. Oh, but the, yeah, those are just weirdos though. They're like just doing up too much like, you know what I mean, drugs. I'm not sure because the tree outside my house is leaning. So that, that tree might be depressed. I don't upset. need to go yeah, and yeah. hug that motherfucker. I think tree. the tree's an alcoholic. That's why he's leaning. <laughs> he's leaning, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, apparently... Where did I see this? It was on another podcast. I feel like it might have been on a Sidemen podcast. But apparently, trees um, can communicate with each other with, I don't know, like their roots or whatever. And um, in places that they have giraffes that eat the leaves of the trees, apparently what the trees can do. So if I'm a tree and I'm getting my leaves are getting eaten by a giraffe, I'll communicate with all my buddy trees. And those other trees will produce chemicals that make the leaves more bitter. Oh my gosh, so the giraffes will stop liking to eat the they leaves off like, them, them yeah, trees. Yeah, exactly. But giraffes are smart because basically they kind of do it in a in a row. I can't I can't remember how we explained it. But, but basically, what what started happening now is giraffes will start with a tree that's on the end, whatever, and then make their way up. Because I think the wind affects it as well, whatever the case what may be. Some some bullshit stuff? like that. So they'll eat it in a way where they wouldn't have the chance to tell the other trees to go more bitter, mm -hmm. if that makes I'm talking out my asshole right now. That sounds mad. <laughs> but yeah, trees apparently communicate. That's really mad. You know what I wouldn't be surprised? Which animal shares the most DNA with humans? Ants. Why I've, ants? I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Ants are fucking smart, and they are strong. And humans are smart? Because I've Actually, seen some pretty dumbass humans. I'm not going to lie. Facts. <laughs> some that pretty is... weak little petite men. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Bunch of bottom boys. <laughs> I need to stop saying that every episode. Petite men. That's we need to a... start saying one for women so it's fair and square. Fat, bitch. Fat bitches. <laughs> <laughs> that is not nice. Ever since I've started social media, you guys have been asking me to create an OnlyFans. And ever since we've changed podcast sets, you've been asking to see the old one just to see more cake. 
So I've gone and made an OnlyFans for you guys to see more of that. So if you want to see more of my X-rated content, you can find me on OnlyFans at X, or you can find it down below in the description. And if you want to see all the behind the scenes stuff that we get up to on these OnlyFans shoots, also including our Amsterdam special, you can head on over to Patreon, where as little as £3 a month will gain you access to all the monthly specials, as well as a weekly bonus episode, which is more explicit, more juicy, and just way more wild. As well as this, if you have any topic suggestions or anything like that, you'll also be considered first by being a Patreon member. So head on over to Patreon to see all of that. Uh, but yeah, anyway, thank you for your useless facts. You're welcome. They were all useless. Yeah. And I still don't know if they're true because I don't <laughs> think birds produce milk. But nonetheless, <laughs> you wanted to speak about red flags in relationships. I did. So I saw this article. I have plenty, by the way. Yeah, the, there's loads. And we could just go through the list of our personal ones with each other. I don't think I have any, really. Red flags with me? Yeah. Red flags with you. Because red flags mean like I wouldn't be with that person. Red flags with you, maybe you burn oven mitts. You you cause fires nearly every time. Well, you just have to go into it now then. Yeah. You can't just leave them with that. Go ahead. Tell them how I nearly burnt the house down. There's two instances in the last two days, actually. So, yeah. The day, the first... I have an agenda. Let's just say I might have taken out a home insurance policy <laughs> yeah. in my name. He wants to get some kind of a... Was it thing called when people die and they a will? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. wants to get some money. I'm joking, by the way. The first day, Robert was cooking us bagels in the grill, mm. and when he went to get the bagels out, he put on like you know the kitchen oven mitts. Like, <laughs> I don't even know why he did that, by the way. No, because I put it on so I could just grab the tray and pull it out. Well, when he did that, his oven mitt actually touched the roof of the grill, and did, so it caught on fire. Was there an actual flame on your hand? So. <laughs> And by the way, can I add before Robert explains that he done this all silently. I was sitting facing him, but this all happened. He didn't say a word. <laughs> he didn't scream. He didn't like panic. Okay, so basically you're, the grill that you have. So Laura's bougie. Yeah, she's she's middle class. Obviously, the house is massive and they got like, you know, futuristic <laughs> amenities built in oven with a grill on top. But subscribe because I need your money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the grill is like one of them things that has like the heater core going around the top. And it heats bottom downwards, basically, and with a fan, whatever. So it's got like a metal bar running around it that's very hot. And the bagels were near the top. I've put my oven mitt on, whatever. I've got to put my hand in, whatever. I push it back in. And I like lifted my hand up, whatever. <laughs> take my hand out. I'm looking around. I see some orange. I'm like, what the fuck? I look. <laughs> and my hand is on fire. <laughs> There's literal fire coming off the oven mitt. I'm like, how big was oh. the, How big was the flame? The, like my hand's here. The flame was like about here. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at it I was like ah oh. <laughs> just shook it off oh well <laughs> my hand was just on fire and there was a hole in the oven mitt and I just don't know how you just didn't say a word because I would have screamed yeah but the thing is you would have thrown it on the floor and set the whole house that's on true, fire that's true Yeah. and the second day it's the same thing grill and Robert making bagels he turned on the grill and we went outside and he forgot and he turned on the grill and then when we come back in, my mom's like, I'm going to kill you, Robert. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. And I'm like, whoa, what's going on? And she's like, like, here we go. Laura's like, mom on another episode. <laughs> she's going mental, yeah? Like, what the fuck? She's like, you nearly set, uh, burnt the house down, Robert. <laughs> I'm just here ironing and the whole house smells like burn. I go check and the grill's on, Robert. <laughs> I don't know. It was like burning. And... During the time we were outside, Robert had smashed my dad's wing mirror of, my, of his van as that, well. That day was just... That, that half an hour was intense. Yeah, that was an intense day. Uh, <laughs> oh, should I go on with the dating thing, the red red flags? Yeah, but um, long story short, I'm banned from the, dr uh, from grill. the grill. Yeah, yeah, from now on, Laura operates the grill. Robert burns things on the grill and I burn salad. 
I don't know how's that a running joke, but yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so the article essentially said a dating coach shares five red flags that you should never ignore at a beginning of a relationship. So when you start getting to know someone, right? These are the five things that you shouldn't ignore and you should cut off the relationship. It ain't gonna work. Okay. Stop stop trying it. Okay. So cool. I've got these five red flags. And it's from a dating coach. So this is an official person here. So this is legit, legit. It's legit. Okay. Red flag one. Okay. Spilling secrets. Deep ones about themselves too early on. Uh, what's that called? Uh, trauma dumping. Oh, it's called trauma dumping. There's a, there's a um, what's it called? A word for it? A like social a, media term? A proper term. No, no, this is like scientific term. Trauma dumping. So you dump all your trauma onto a new person like real early. And why would you do that? Because people are just attention seekers. So essentially, they say that. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah. Um, the goal is to make the other person feel fit, fitty. Pity yeah. for you very early on. Um, and that means that they can manipulate you easier. Because deeper, even in a friendship, right? Or if you go on the street, if you feel sorry for someone, you're less likely to be mean to them and leave them if they're doing bad things. Because you just feel bad for them. And you become easily gaslit now. Exactly. Because I could just say anything and be like, oh, I feel sorry for that person. I'm going to help him. And they said that apparently people who have had genuine hard times in their life would rarely tell someone so soon. Yeah. Which... It's true, like you keep things to yourself, I guess. But I would only criticize this once because I love to play devil's advocate. Okay, go I love on. to give everyone a hard time. So I'm going to tell the dating coach the only bad thing is to develop a deep connection, I think you need to open up with someone. True, but how early on are you building a deep connection? Imagine first date and they're saying, oh, my mom died. I got raped when I was two. Yeah, I'll, like, I'll, you, know what I'll do. Yeah. you know what I'll do? I'll take good luck and walk out. I'm not dealing with that. Because that means you're, you're already telling me you just have, you're just one of them people that have a victim mentality. You're going to be one so. of them people that anything happens in your life and you're like, oh, it's like this keeps happening to me or whatever. And so basically, even if something happened time ago, they're still holding on, on they're still holding onto it now and using it as an excuse why they don't do things. You know what? That's the type of person to be broke and blame it on external factors. Yeah. Not themselves. I guess so. Um, I think I agree with it, but there is a point where you do need to open up and start developing that connection easier. Because imagine you've been dating someone for a year now and then you found out something serious happened to them. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. You didn't say? That's true. I mean, how early do you open up though? It, it, you got to do it when it feels right. But imagine you meet someone and you're both trauma dumping. Yeah, okay. What if you meet two people that both trauma dump? Do you know my situation with like how I grew up wherever with my dad and stuff? Yeah. How early on did I tell you about that? I'm not going to lie. I think you told me pretty early. I don't remember. I think you did, you know. To be fair, I when I met you, I was at a very low point in my life. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if I was just trying to like, you know, cling onto anything and anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, just truth. But I don't remember. I remember it early on. Remember that one time? Oh, so I Laura's <laughs> holding this. She did, she's spilling the bottle no, now. No, remember that one time, like very early on where I lied to you about where I was and whatever, bullshit happened. That When that happened, I knew. So, and that was pretty early on in our relationship. You know when I was with my friend and I hide and seek from you? <laughs> I pretended like I couldn't see you, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. in that roundabout. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go into it. Yeah. But basically, I really traumatized Robert <laughs> then. And um, I'm pretty sure I knew about your grandma for some reason. My grandma? Yeah. You told me your grandma died. <laughs> what are you on about? I'm sure you said your grandma died. Which one? I don't know. Because my... I have one grandma that's alive and the other one has been... I, I never got to meet <laughs> so her. So you were trauma dumping. 
<laughs> what are you on about? I think it was you said your grandma died. I definitely didn't. Well, either way, when that situation happened, which was pretty early on, I knew like situation with your dad and shit. Right, I was blackmailing. Oh. Yeah, gaslighting you. Um, our red flag turned out green in the end. So yeah, hey, trauma dump. Trauma dump. That's what we're saying. Trauma that, dump. That makes an eight-year relationship apparently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, red flag two is bad mouthing your ex. In particular, it's important to watch out for words like crazy, which is them blaming their ex for everything, and the general oversharing details of past relationships with a new partner is a red flag. What if my ex was actually crazy? That's though? the thing, though. What if your ex was crazy? Because my ex was crazy. But did you not? Because I guess when they're saying, oh, when you say you're someone you're, that someone you dated was crazy, you're forgetting any input you've had that made them crazy or that encouraged crazy behavior. Yeah, true, but also like... Mm. But some people are just generally crazy. Context is important though. Yeah. Because if we, for example, my ex, we are, our streak of being together, the longest period was like three months. So obviously I didn't have the time to make her crazy. She was just generally mm -hmm. crazy. So that wasn't on me. What did she do that was crazy? I'm not going to get into it because it's pretty dark. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. So many people do that. Yeah. She was crazy. Let's she, just leave it like that. She was trauma dumping you and being crazy then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Severe. Yeah. And cheating. Fucking slag. Yeah. Um, bad mouthing your ex, <laughs> I guess, yeah. It's, I agree. It depends. Also, like, I don't really see the, I, the whole idea of getting into deep details about your exes with your new partner. What's the point? It, it I gonna, don't know the ins and outs of your past relationships. Is it really going to make a benefit to you knowing these no, things? Exactly. There's no... There's no point. Mm. Why would you go into detail about what you've done with other people in your, you know what I mean? Before you've met your person. It's just going to cause problems. Because now I'm thinking, now I'm comparing, now I'm doing all this. It's just like, what's the point? That's true. It's just me and you. Just leave it at. Yeah, leave it at. Um, but red flag three. Now, this is also a red flag that turned green in our relationship. So I have this oh. on my end this time. Okay. Red flag three is indecisiveness. How has that turned into a green flag? Please is tell me. Still, How is that still not a red flag? Because you're Please still with me. me. No, no, you no, said no. red flags is breakup worthy. So no, why no, no. haven't you broke up with me because of it? No, it's on the cards. Okay, it's still available. It's still on the cards. Yeah. There's still an option. You yes. can still upgrade the package to that. Yes, yes, yes. Apparently, the relationship, uh, the relationship coach wrote this. Nobody wants to be in a relationship with someone who cannot make a, de a decision to save their life. Preach, my guy. Paying Preach. attention to whether you're, you should pay attention to whether you're planning all the dates and making the major decisions in the relationship because that will give you an indication that they are not a person who can make decisions. So that means every man is now going to turn gay then. Because most girls. Because women plan in general are just not decisive. Mm. And also, I don't, that's bullshit. I don't agree with that one because also, why, when you first start dating someone, the woman shouldn't really be deciding the dates. Okay. Who's getting dated? Mm. the guy usually approaches the girl so therefore the guy needs to figure out the dates so being single as a woman is fun you basically just get to go on free nights every every weekend if you want okay it depends on your mentality that <laughs> sounds like one of them girls that goes on dates and like doesn't even offer to pay or doesn't so pull just, out the wallet you have to pull out your wallet <laughs> knowing that you don't want to pay and you're not gonna pay mm. but you're just pulling it out as just you know gesture so you could just be a girl a single girl so delusional that just wants to spend time going out on dates so you just date every different person every weekend and don't plan to beat them nothing just after the date just be so delulu and just leave yeah that was a great time thank you bye 
Uh, what? Wait, hold on. Why is that got to be a transaction? Why do I have to take you out on a date and then expect to fuck afterwards? Oh, I don't know. How is that a transaction? I like thought it's just a bl- like a little warm up. It's a little. Um... That basically means you're an escort because you're getting paid with a fancy dinner. That's true. I mean, so I'm paying for sex if, essentially. If you're just looking to fuck, it's nice to wine and dine first. I should warm it up. I yeah, guess. I forgot the word. It's foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> like if we understand that, we... gold diggers foreplay. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Take me to Nobu first. Um, red flag four. Okay. I agree with this. It's bad mouthing about their friends. Facts. This is worse. This is Facts. actually worse than bad mouthing your ex. Because fair enough. Facts. Your ex, you've left them now. So you've made the right decision to leave them. Whereas if you're bad mouthing your friends, why are you still friends with them then? Yeah. Facts. If they're so bad, why are you in that friendship circle? I'm going to put this out there. If I ever meet a new person, I'm very observing of how they act and what they do. Yeah. The second I see them talking shit about a friend and then next week I see them with that friend and like being all buddy-buddy with them, you're not getting in my inner circle. The worst because... thing is when they are actually closer to that person they're talking shit about than they are to us. So why are you telling me shit about the person that you're close with? Exactly. And it's also not relevant in this conversation. Exactly. And it happens all the time. It hap- Do you know what happens so much? Yeah. You should check your friends and careful yeah. who you tell shit to. But I guess in a relationship that's even more important because we've just started dating and you're talking shit about your bestie. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Why are you besties and what are you going to talk about me Do you when think, they're not together? In terms of friends, that a single person can be friends with people who are like, f- so I'm a girl. If all my friends are fuck girls, do you think that's going to work? Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Oh, uh, if you're a single guy and all your friends are fuck boys. I see how it creates friction mm. and it could easily fizzle out the relationship, uh, the friendships. I think it depends how understanding your friends are. Because imagine if all my friends, that, like, if I had a circle of friends, my closest friends, and they, all they wanted to do is just go clubbing and fuck girls. And yeah. that's what I was doing before I met you as well. Yeah. And that's just, that's the only thing we bonded over, really. Then obviously that's going to cause friction because now I'm not doing the thing that we only bonded over. That's true. So obviously that's going to start fizzling out you from that friendship circle. I think I completely agree, but it depends because some friends are better understanding and they're like, oh, they respect that you have a girlfriend, so they're not going to push the boundaries. AKA, yeah. like, if you did go on a night out with them, they're not encouraging you to go with this girl because they know you have a girlfriend. Yeah. Whereas some will take the piss and they're like, oh, you've got a girlfriend now, you've changed, or you've got a boyfriend now, you've changed, and try guilt trip you. Yeah, but what, I, what I'm saying is, though, if, if your thing was clubbing, like, that's what you lot bonded over, and clubbing and drinking and having a good time, that's cool. But if what you bonded over was going clubbing... And trying to pull girls, it and that's problems. the whole thing. And like your group chat's just talking about girls, and like who you fuck this, and da 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 da. That's like the whole thing you're talking about. Then it will be selfish of you to expect the group to then adapt to your new situation. So you've got to make a decision to respect your partner, yeah, or not. Yeah, but I think this is actually a common thing because there are definitely groups of girls that only bond by talking about guys, and there's definitely groups of guys that only bond by talking about girls. Show me your friends; I'll tell tell you about yourself. That's true because. If you're also fueling your time with that, you're not fueling your time. Because some people, their friendship groups are talking about business plans. They exactly. link to talk about getting out of the, the rut. Yeah, exactly. And others talk about just... If you and your friends, all you talk about is just fucking girls. Or guys. Or guys, or wherever the situation may be. Whatever. That's true. Um, how do you expect to settle down and be in a committed relationship? Because one part of your life is doing this, and the other part of your life is doing the whole separate thing. Mm. So... It's not going to work. It won't work. You're going to have to pick one. And this actually leads me to the last red flag, red flag five, which I also agree with. And it literally links to this. It's called incompatible ambition. 
You know, Ooh. this is actually a very severe one. Okay. And I think if you, you can ignore this red flag very easy at the beginning, but it always comes back to bite you in the ass. Uh -uh. It always comes back. So it says that you know what you want out of life and being with a partner who wants exactly the opposite is going to be a problem. If you want cozy nights in, then you don't want the party animal who's going clubbing out every weekend. And the reverse is true. If you want to go out and do things, then getting in a relationship with someone who barely ever leaves the sofa won't work. The dating coach said you will either grow together mm -hmm. or you'll grow apart. Yeah, I was just going to say grow apart. Yeah. And if each half of a relationship wants very different <coughs> things, then the likelihood of it growing apart is greater. You know what's crazy? It's kind of on that topic in a way. But from a very young age, you made you, made, you answered one of my questions that was going to make or break the relationship. Okay. This and, is if you didn't, known. and if you didn't give the right answer to this question... We wouldn't be here. How do you still know it? I'm, I'm really nervous. Because from say. a very young age, I knew... Because basically... I'll tell you the context in a second. Until how I got to that point at 15 years old. Or 16. I can't remember the case. But I asked you, like, when you're older, do you want kids? And you kind of dilly-dallied around it. And after a couple of times of, like, having that discussion, you basically said you do want kids in the future. So I was like, okay, cool. This is worth the investment of time now then. Because mm. if you said no, I wouldn't have allowed myself to get emotionally connected enough to the point where it's like, okay, we are serious now, but I know there's going to be no future because you don't want kids. And that's something that's very important to you. To me, that's very important. So if you didn't want kids, I wouldn't have entertained it. Yeah. I would have fooled around for a bit and then been like, okay, well, we're wasting time now here because now we're getting serious, but you don't want kids. So what's, what's the point of getting serious? You're actually saving yourself in the long term from very intense hurt. Yeah, because you would have been hurt so much more. So much. If you said, I don't want kids. Mm -mm -mm. Like, for example, now we've been together for eight years. Let's say in two years' Guys, time. Guys, we're actually together seven years and a couple of months because I want to celebrate our eight years properly. February oh, yeah, is our eight years. We keep saying eight years. Yeah, we're not going to celebrate it properly. Yeah. It's seven and a bit years. Seven years and like nine months. Yeah, something like that. Whatever the case may be. Um, <clears throat> if... Let's say we want to have kids in two years and a couple of months. It's 10 years time. Uh, 10 years been together. And then I'm like, okay, let's have kids. And you say no. Oh my God. Wait, another two years. You say no. If we get to like 35 and you're still saying no, I'll just be like, what the fuck is going on here? You t you've been telling me all this time. Yeah, like we want I've like three, four kids. On. And now you're telling me we're, we're 35 now. and You still don't want kids. I would have to cut. Because that's crazy. I'm 35. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I'm trying to have kids like late 20s, early 30s. I think though, so this Red Flag 5 is a techie one though. Firstly. Oh, sorry. Before you sorry. before you carry on, I need to give the context to why. Give the context. I I used to swim. Yeah. That was like, that was my career before anything. Um, and there was a swimming coach that I was really close with who had a girlfriend they were together for a long time. And initially she said yes to kids. And then she said no to kids. Are you serious? And they had a very messy breakup because of it. Because he really wanted kids. And she all of a sudden switched up on him and said she doesn't want kids. They were together for like four or five years. Are you serious? And she said, nah, I don't want kids now, actually. So you just cut her off. I was like, well, I'm not going to waste my time anymore. He didn't wait. He was just, that's it. And he done. told his uh, kids that, that he was teaching. No, we... we I wasn't even a kid at this point. I was swimming and still working there as well. Okay. And like we was on a friend basis more than anything at that point. And it taught you something. And I was just like, that's a good point. So yeah, make sure you know what you want out of a relationship mm. and clear those things up before you waste time. I think 
it's important to get your core values right, aka what you just said. But firstly, you don't want to find someone who's identical to you because number one, that will never be the case. Over time, you kind of come together or grow apart, I'd say. So when you go on a first date with someone, you're not going to find someone who has ticks all the boxes. So you have to be understanding. If you go to every date thinking that I'm not going to take you seriously unless you do, then you'll never find someone. You'll literally yeah. be alone and single because no one will ever be 100% <clears throat> perfect. Second thing, in a relationship, and we've read this so many times, during your, during your relationship, you always change as people. And yeah. each time you change, it's an opportunity to go together or go apart. Mm -hmm. Because True. I am not who I was when we first started dating. And Same. I've had so many different personality and career and everything changes. So if you didn't accept every single one, we wouldn't be together. Yeah, facts. And like, <clears throat> it's true that you you just need to set out things that you want from life and figure out what your partner wants from life and then figure out if those match. Because mm -mm. if you think, if your life ambition was just to work in Tesco for your whole life. I can be with you. My life goal was to start a business. We couldn't be together. Yeah. If one wanted to go to the gym and be a fit person and the other one just wanted to stuff their face and just was confident with being overweight and unhealthy, that wouldn't work. So what would you say? Let's let's give them a little key point takeaways. What are the key values? Obviously, children or not. That's, a that's something important. you need to find out. Mm -hmm. I think overall lazy or not is what you're generalizing that Your to. Your general life ambition. Are you a lazy person? Would you rather like, are you happy to be at home for like four days a week and you could be happy inside or do you need to get out and go? Yeah. Do you train? Do you not train? Or even like things like friends. Mm. Do you want to have a friend circle or not? Like, if Is that I'm, like a third point? If I'm a very social person and my friends are very important to me in my life, but you have no friends and I have no ambition to have any friends at all. And it's just me and you and you get pissed off every time I go out with my friends. Mm. That's an issue. Wait, is that a third point then? 100% like everything in life. Okay. You... No, is that a third thing you need to find out? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anything else? Your family in general. Kind of like. Um... Do you respect your family? Is that what you're saying? I don't know how to word it, but like. <clears throat> Are you a mommy's boy or mommy's girl? Like. Um. Uh, I don't know how to say it, but like something's in my head, but I don't know how to vocalize it. Independent? All these things. Just, okay, be, mate, just so be, on, much. <laughs> be on the same page. That's all. Mm. Basically. And um, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, the, one of them didn't make sense. I just can't remember which one it was. Well, either way, me and Robert have definitely had a lot of changes in our relationship as people. We've grown. Mm. And you've allowed we've allowed each other to grow into these different phases that we've always had. Facts. What's your red flags? What's your like biggest relationship red flag? I mean, I'm pretty much don't know <laughs> i pretty much don't know i just there's nothing that springs to mind that is like a complete write-off to be honest i think nah, mine would be what it's the ambition thing the ambition thing if you had zero ambition it's even with friends though you see like you if if someone's less ambitious you don't gravitate towards them as the, a friend or relationship anything nah. you kind of gravitate away because yeah, I just don't want to hear it mm. you're talking about some bullshit i don't care about do you know what i mean i think mine would be yeah that's definitely similar I don't know. I just have to deal with it when it faces me. Your in a way. core values need to be the same with the people that you have around you, basically. Yeah. And well, majority of them at least. Exactly. But anyway, talking about core values and stuff like that, that's got nothing to do with the boxing, but we're gonna talk about the boxing. Okay, so yeah, we played a game on the last main episode. Was it on the Patreon or no, the it was main the main episode? episode. Was we it? made boxing predictions for the KSI v Tommy Fury influencer boxing. Scene. And we had a fifty pound bet on this. So how Don't tell it, them the result. No, I won't. How it worked out was whoever got the most guesses right or who won would have to, the other person would have to pay them £50 and they were allowed to go shopping. 
Yeah, buy something for 50 quid. Basically. Exactly. To be honest, I need to check my maths on this anyway if I got it right. So you can do the tallying okay. up. So the first fight was SX versus DTG. It wasn't meant to be the first fight. They kind of rearranged the orders, but that's what it ended up to be. Okay, cool. I guess it would be SX. Uh-huh. Um, Robert guessed it would be DTG and DTG won. Yes. However, I'm proud of SX. Fair play for him to get, actually get in the ring. Yeah. Because it takes balls to do. Um... He didn't do well. He just got battered. But the fact that he actually got in there and like, it was more of a mental thing for him. Mm-hmm. So fair play to him. Flowers. But one nil to me. One nil to you. The fight number two was Astrid Wett versus Alexia Grace. We both agreed it would be Astrid Wett. Yeah. And Astrid Wett did win. Mm-hmm. It was actually a better fight than I thought it would be. I didn't see the fight. I just heard you commentating on it. I just I kept show- hearing, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I was showing you, so you saw clips because Robert at that time was doing something. Um, what was it called? It was a better fight than I thought it'd be. There mm-hmm. was actually like, it wasn't a bitch fight. There was actually fights, um, proper straight punches and hitting <laughs> each other. And no, I think I saw the last round and that was a very soft yeah. round. That was a very... I mean, they both gave some, they both took some. Um, they both did <laughs> 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 Um, In every department. No, they both lasted all the rounds. They'd done very good, but Ashwood Wett got the better of her and she won. Mm-hmm. So no one got a point there. Number three. Well, we both got a point, technically. Okay. Demo. Demo. Demo via arts. Huh? Dempo. Tempo. Via, tempo via arts. No, it's tempo arts versus. Yeah, I don't know. Demo. It was tempo arts won and we both thought he would win. Okay, cool. So he won. Yeah, all right. <laughs> the next fight. So it was meant to be Swarms versus Ryan Taylor. Yep. Ryan Taylor didn't make it for the fight, so I think he was overweight in the end. And Ed Matthews, by the way, well done, Ed Matthews. I'm so gassed that you Fair play to like him. I'm actually gassed for you that you got to take this fight because it's just a cool opportunity. Imagine this, yeah? Because bear in mind, he would have got the bag for that as well. He would yeah. have been paid pretty decently. Imagine there's a massive fight card two days away, and you're like, damn, that would have been sick to be on. And you just get called up and you're like, you're gonna fight swarms. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, the balls he like the balls he had to take the fight. He said he wasn't training either. No. And there's a lot of people watching this fight. This is a huge, like I would say, one of the biggest events that Misfits has had. This is probably the biggest boxing event this year. Not only is Logan Paul in it, so is Tommy, so is KSI. Like there's three huge names, and the build up to this fight has been insane. So oh I'm God. so gassed for Ed Matthews. Um, however, we both guessed Swarms would win. It kind of is void because it wasn't versus Ryan Taylor anyway. And Ed Matthews won in round one. I'm not going to lie. That knockout, first of all, filthy, disgusting. Mm-hmm. Second of all, if I knew about the uh, replacement before we made the predictions, I would have still said Swarms. Yeah. So I would have still been wrong. And I'm so gassed that Matthews won. You just love Ed Matthews. No, I'm, I'm proud of him. Like, I actually feel gassed <laughs> for him. From like a point of perspective, like you're scrolling on TikTok and like that's a cool opportunity he got to do. And then he showed them up as well. Like, yeah, that was a filthy knockout. That was just knockout. a flex yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, the He's next... got some crackhead energy as I well. I know. And apparently his girlfriend didn't even get to watch the fight because the security wouldn't let her in. The fuck? So imagine she was outside watching it on her phone. That's deep. I know. He was like, I'm going to have to sort out that security guard too. <laughs> <laughs> next one it was a tag team fight. Can I just say, mm. a lot more entertaining than I thought. I thought it would be shit. I was cussing it. No. But it was sick. 
It was actually one of the most entertaining <laughs> fights of the night. I would love to watch it again as well. I'll give you my top three fights of the night. All I'm saying, that's in the top three. That's top three. Um, yeah. I guess it was going to be the Pineda team. You guess Wasabi team. It was a draw. And I think it was fair to say it was a draw because it was just so messy in there. Mm. And it wasn't a clear win. At one point, I was like, oh, they're so, that's going to get a knockout. I can't remember how I thought I scored it. But I, I it ended up being a draw anyway, mm-hmm. I think. I can't remember. Yeah, it was properly. a draw. But it came out as a draw anyway, so mm-hmm. yeah, no one gets a point there. Fight six, next one. Oh, I don't know if it's fight six, but the next fight was Noons versus Nate. <laughs> you keep saying Noons, it's Nunez. Noons, sorry, Nunes. Nunes versus Nate. I guess it was going to be Nunes, you versus, you guessed Nate. Yeah. It was Nate. Yeah. So you've got a second point there. Yeah. Um, I don't it's actually 4-2 remember. right now. I don't remember the fight though. The next uh, fight. That, fi- that fight was good. That one was the one where Nunes was just like heavy punches. But he was getting tired. That's the guy with the pink hair. Oh, and, yes. And my mate Nate was just like, ah, 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 ah. But it was very light punches. And it went to the points. And that's what the result was. The next one was King Kenny Ugh. versus Anthony Taylor. What was they call him? Pretty Boy Taylor. Is that his nickname? Um, Pretty Boy Rat. We Yeah. He's I, a rat of a fighter. <laughs> when he came in, though, he had like some funny ass ring walk with like all these four girls like Barbies doing all this dancing, right? But you know what made me laugh? They all had cowboy hats on, right? And when he was dancing, he done this like, <laughs> like this head turn thing, and it was so funny because he was like this. <laughs> I can't even do it how he did it. It was just so funny. But we guessed Taylor, sorry Kenny, and Taylor won. Yep. Um, I actually feel bad for King Kenny. He's not doing too well in this boxing sport right now. I'm not, as much as you want to hate on Anthony Taylor's fighting style or how he fought that fight, at the end of the day, the game's the game. And Kenny should have just done better and worked on how to get out of that situation. Because he did the same thing against Pappy. Mm. When he fought Salt Pappy and beat him, he did exactly the same thing. So he should have been prepared for that. And he wasn't. So he won. But it made a very, very boring fight. One of the worst fights of the night. Yeah. By far. By far, yeah. It was a weird fight. The next one was a, the be- one of the best fights of the night. Dean the Great versus oh, yes. Waleed Sharks. Yes. We both guessed Waleed Sharks. We, we didn't believe in Dean the Great, but Dean the Great took it home. I'm not going to lie. If you gave it 20 more seconds in the last round, it would have been Wally Chucks at a KO. Yeah. Because he was slapping up Dean the Great, but... These two are such a good matchup. They're the f- I'm so telling similar. You, the first fight was exactly the same. It was just fireworks, the whole fight. Mm-hmm. It was an incredible fight. I love watching them two fight, and I just... I think they're actually just... I think they're good. They're just a good matchup. Mm. I don't think one's better than the other. I think they're just... Yeah, I also think the same thing. I think Dean just seems to get the edge on that matchup every time. Yeah, maybe. You know what that reminded me of? Mm. Nico Rosberg versus Lewis Hamilton. Really? Hamilton just... They were very good and such a close matchup, but Hamilton just always managed to get the edge until one year Rosberg took the edge, won the championship and fucked off, retired. (laughs) But it's the same thing. The next one was Salt Pappy versus Slim. So I guess Slim... What a fight. You guessed Salt. What Slim won. So now we're 2-1. That was uh, another one. Yeah. Another one for the books. And Slim is such a weird fighter. Because if you saw Slim on the street, imagine if he's wearing a, a vest or he's topless. Mm. You would never, ever think he can do anything. You think you could take him easy. And you pick a fight with him, 1-2 and you're out cold. Really? He's got power. I think, honestly, DTG... Waleed Sharks, Slim, are one of the the three most dangerous fighters on Misfits, by mm-hmm. far. I think they're more dangerous than KSI. 
Jesus Christ. I honestly think that. I, I'll i talk about this after, but carry on. Um. So right now, the points are you two, me one. It's 5-4 right now. No, I, I just do two and one. I'm calculating the points. It's 5-4 right now. I'm holding my fingers up. Okay, in so pocket. if it's... What do you mean 5-4? That's what I mean. You guessed two and I guessed one. What's the difference between two, two to one? Four is no, no, one. No, 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 no. Speak to me. What's the difference between two, one? <laughs> one. Okay, what's the difference between five, four? <laughs> so shut up and carry on. <laughs> Let me do the counting. <laughs> you your fucking girl maths. Yeah, the next one was Logan Paul was Dillion Dennis. Dillion Dennis. <laughs> Dillion Dennis. We both guessed Logan and thank fuck Logan won because that would have been embarrassing if he did it. Terrible fight once again. <laughs> what the fuck? Dillion threw more fights after the fight ended than he did in the fight. And what the fuck? How did he, in the middle of a fight, lay down and put his legs in the air? Like that <sighs> took the piss. What the hell? I really hope after this fight, Dillion Dennis crawls back to whatever sewer he fucking climbed out of the rat and just... Goes back in it and just lives there again. I don't want to hear this. He's just... He's the type of person that really grinds my gears. Yeah, same. He's... He is literally the visual representation of what's wrong with society in general right now. Everyone just talks shit on the internet. When it comes to real life to back it up, got nothing. Absolutely nothing. But he was taking the piss while laughing as well. Like, he was irritating me through the screen. So I don't know how Logan remained so Bro, calm. You're what... You're taking the piss out of him mid-fight, but you're getting battered. It doesn't make sense. If you're battering the other guy and then taking the piss out of him... That's a flex. Fair play. But you're taking the piss out of him, but getting battered. How? You're just an annoying rat. He was annoying. And afterwards, all the security guard in the ring, there was a lot of security. That was embarrassing to watch. Then the fight of the night, KSI versus Tommy Fury. Another dead fight. I thought it was going to be way better. I guess Tommy, you guess KSI, Tommy won. So that brings the score to... Wait, you uh, guessed Tommy, I guessed KSI. Yeah. It brings the score to 6-6. Six, six. So we have... But before you get gassed... Okay. This morning, something's been released. Fuck off. The KSI and Tommy Fury decision has been appealed and has been overturned. Oh, no way! Tommy Fury won by split decision originally. He's now won unanimously. That's all that's changed. Oh. They redone the maths on the scorecards and now he's won by unanimous decision. So what does that mean? Like he's still won. So we're still on 6-6. Six, six. What is split? Split decision means someone someone said there was a draw and the two judges said Tommy Fury won. So yeah. it was a split decision. But now every judge has apparently said Tommy Fury won. Oh. So it's a unanimous decision. So it's even It's more... even more lenient towards him, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Which I, I honestly think at best that fight was a draw. I just, the thing that annoyed me about the fight is the amount of hugging, which everyone who watched the fight can agree. Like, we, there was hardly any action. There was just hug, hug, hug. And I would love to see some distance between them and some bangs get thrown. You know what it is? I said this that on the day, day of the fight, and I'm just going to say it now. The reason I think when you get closer to the top, top level of these cards, the reason there's so much hugging is because there's so much pressure on not getting knocked out. Because if you get knocked out, because bear in mind, if you're attacking, there's risk of getting knocked out. Because you're opening up and they could land one bang on you and that's it, game over, yeah? Mm. If you get knocked out, you are just the butt of the joke on the internet for the next year and a half, year, half a year, whatever the case may be. But you're going to get taken the piss out. And whatever you say on the internet, someone's going to comment, yeah, but you got knocked out by X person. Mm. And especially when you're, the amount of shit talking that went between KSI and Tommy Fury or Logan Paul and Dylan Dennis... If you get KO'd by your opponent in them kind of situations, 
It's game over. So they were protecting themselves from that embarrassment. Exactly. That's one thing. But to be honest, it was more embarrassing. But when you think, look at fights like DTG and Walid Sharks, Salt Papi versus Slim, they were fireworks. Those mm -hmm. fights were incredible. This is why I don't get when people who book tickets to these events only come for the main card. Like, more times, the undercards is where you really see some um, knockouts, some really good fights. The undercards are always more fun. Mm -hmm. Always more fun. And I don't know how Tommy Fury can be so gassed. Like, why? Even Anthony Taylor, he did the whole thing, like, he passed out when the decision got announced or whatever, like, pretending he's back. How are you proud of that performance? Mm -mm. That Like, I understand I'm sitting on my ass here and I'm saying these things. <laughs> but at the same time, like, come on, bro. This is... This is crossover boxing. This is not professional. You haven't won a world title. You're meant to put on the show. That's why, to me, best fight of the night, DTG versus Bali Sharks. No, Dean the Great versus Bali Sharks. Dean the Great. Oh, yeah, DTG. Yeah. Dean the Great versus Bali Sharks. Fight of the night. Very close contender for fight of the night. By the second place, I've got Soul Papi versus Slim. Completely agree. And in third place, I've got the tag team. Agree, yeah. In terms of entertainment value, those are the best three fights. Yeah. And honestly, KSI, Tommy Fury, and Logan Paul, Dylan Dennis, and Anthony Taylor, and King Kenny, joint last place. Mm. They were boring as fuck. Facts. Boring as fuck. Um, so, yeah, that's that. We drew, so no one actually wins. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of sad, because I wanted to buy some shit. <laughs> Next and at time. the beginning, at the beginning, you was getting thrashed. It was like 2-0 at one point, literally, I think. Literally, literally. <clears throat> and Laura was already accepting that she's lost. It's okay. We can make more bets and go shopping. Also, what? We're gambling addicts now. Yeah, real life. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, talking about uh, fighting and shopping, you, wanted to, you had a debate about flying. Okay, so there's this guy on social media we both follow. He's like the housing property guy, Samuel Leeds. Okay. And he was in the... Ah, yeah. I okay, see. So he was in the news lately and... He, for what he did and everyone was slandering him and he was fighting them back so I don't want to fight you Samuel Leeds I just want to debate you on the podcast okay he went on a trip yeah be careful because we're going on his course in like no we didn't book the course oh have you not no we can discuss that after oh but we're meant to be um, he might fuck us up when we're there <coughs> essentially he went on a flight and him and his wife flew the first class yep and his children flew economy uh -huh. people had a problem because you're leaving your kids in economy while you're in first class. What kind of parents are you? And his defense was, no one wants kids in first class. People are trying to relax. Mm. You don't want to hear kids in first class. Simple as that. They're not like long time away. They're just on the, the same plane. They're just, I mean, why does kids want to fine dine with drinking? They're kids. Yeah. I honestly think, mind your fucking business. <laughs> I think Samuel Lee's reason was a bit shit. Because then you're just being like, uh, whatever. Like, I agree with him. To be honest, I honestly agree with him. If you have someone, as long as you have someone with the kids. Of course. Like a nanny or like a family member or whatever, when you're on the plane. But the reason I would agree with doing that would be to let them learn what it's actually like. What major majority of life is really like. That's true. We live like this. Most people live like this. Mm-hmm. And then you would, then the kids would come up understanding more like, if I don't work hard, if I don't do this, if I don't do this, this will be my life and I will lose this. Mm. So it's kind of teach him that mindset. I agree, but I don't know if I would have the heart for it. I think if, I. if I had Neither kids I. I'd, yeah. and you wanted to do that, I'd be like, all right, Robert, that's on you. 
It hurts my heart, but okay, I'm gonna let you have the. Dis- I'll let you have this one. You know, deep down inside, but I would want to put them. Hurt. Deep down inside, I would want to put them in first class yeah. and myself in economy. Because also, I'm trying to look after my kid. Like, I want to have them laying. If there's beds in, in first class, is there beds in first class? What is yeah, it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I want to have my kid laying next to me, watching movies and cuddling and showing them out the window and teaching them about clouds. But also, I'm assuming some of your leads flies a lot. So yeah. I would assume that maybe the kids have been in first class. But and what's one flight? I don't know. I, hear that. I just don't know personally if I'd have the heart for it. It also depends on the on the length of the flight, I'd say. Yeah. Like, if it's a long-haul flight, if you're flying to America... Oh, then I'll have my kids with me. You need to be putting the kids in first class. Because if I can afford it, then why the fuck would I put them through the suffering of being economy flight for eight hours? Yeah, exactly. When I could have them here chilling with me, enjoying the flight and having fun. But if it's a short-haul flight and you want to teach them something and the nanny's great, you trust the nanny completely. But then I will just sit in economy with them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, why would, what's the need for me to... I need to teach myself. I need to humble myself too then. I need to yeah, remember what it was like. I hear that. True, like, if you're going to humble your kids, you best humble your kids with yourself. Exactly. Then you can actually teach them while you're with them. It's a bit uh, It's a bit of a sticky one. I don't know. Like, And I think if a, if a mum and a dad didn't agree on this, that would cause some serious fights. Mm. I think if you want to teach... Yeah, that's true, actually. That's a very good point. You can't be flying first class if you're putting your kids in economy. You have to sit in economy with them. You just go with them. Yeah. And if true. you can only afford first class and not for the kids, I mean, just. Then why are you flying first, first class? Why yeah. first class? Yeah. But I don't think that would be his issue. No, it's definitely not his issue. <laughs> yeah. But it's a bit of a weird one. But at the same time, it's his kids, it's his money, it's his decision. Like Exactly. And ultimately, what? the way he's raised his kids is the right way for him to do it. If I was Samuel Leeds, you know what I would have said? What? What the fuck have you got to do with this? Exactly. This is none of your business. Those are my kids. It's my money. I know you what the fuck I want. End of the day, the kids fuck are definitely off. fed. They've got a roof over their head. All the needs are met and everything yeah. else in between is down to him. Yeah, like, bro, your kid's got holes in his socks. <laughs> You're talking to me about how my kids fly. I think I actually do. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, my heels have a hole in it. Um, but yeah, I mean, the news just took it and just spun with it. I, I hate the, I hate, like, traditional media. I Fucking hate it. Talking of media, donut media, mighty Carmels. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck? They're taking the piss out of one of the first ever TikToks that went viral <laughs> on Laura's TikTok. They've done a, a reaction channel, which by the way, I have a reaction channel too, and I'm gonna be reacting to that clip too. You'll see it. Um, so more on that on my video. Yes. However, what the hell? You know, that shit of... made me laugh. I was gassed because it was so funny because I literally watched Mighty Car Mods the day before and they were being mean to me. <laughs> and I'm like, bro. <laughs> but to be fair, we knew that video was going to get backlash. Yeah. Basically, for context, this is a video of Laura drilling holes in her exhaust. And obviously showing a very promiscuous angle as always. Yeah. And the reason that came about was I had a drift car at the time. Yeah. And I was drilling holes in the bumper lit- to put zip ties on it. Yeah. And we were bored. Had a drill. <laughs> And um, I knew I was getting a new exhaust system anyway. So while we are bored, I was like, let's draw holes in the back box and let's hear how it sounds. I'm like, oh yeah, let's make a TikTok. Because back then I wasn't doing TikTok properly. I was just having fun with it. I was just being silly. You just film random shit. And yeah, and like showing my ass, bitch. I show my ass all the time. So it's like normal yeah, to get true. that angle, yeah? Yeah, yeah? We were like, yeah, let's get that shot. All of us were gassed. <laughs> Did it, post it. It went viral and it's still like a thing. Um, and someone sent me the link that, oh, they've reacted to it. And I was just like... I'm gassed that you love watch a video of mine. But it's also slightly also embarrassing. slightly embarrassing and I don't want you to, oh, but it's funny, but it is what it is. This will um, be a talking point when we all chat into them in real life. Yeah, but it was it was hilarious. Yeah, that was good. Well, talking about that, actually, check out Laura's reaction channel. Please, it's literally... Um, it's out now. It's out, yeah. Your first video's out. Your yeah, first yeah. video's out and I'm posting twice a week. Your first video was reacting to mean comments. Yeah, and that literally fits in with this. Yeah. 
So check it out. Check it out. But talking about mean comments, let's give some relationship advice. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm so excited to give some advice because I know you lot are going through it right now. Everyone's going through <laughs> it. They're going through it. And you know, it's getting closer towards the winter months. So you're going to need someone to cuddle up with. Oh, yeah, so it's cuddle season. It's cuddle. You want to keep that relationship until summer, at least. True. Yeah. That's a good point. But remember, find out their core values first. Okay. Anyway, here we go. I have chlamydia and my boyfriend doesn't. But I didn't cheat on him. You did cheat on him. Or he has chlamydia. It ain't no magic la-la land, bitch. Wake up. Let me get She's delusional. This. Here we go. This gets a little bit complicated, so make sure you're listening. I'm ready. Okay. I tested positive uh, out of three tests, two swabs and one urine test, and he tested negative after one urine test. The doctor he, uh, he saw refused to do a, a penile swab and said that he would have to go to a private clinic for that. I wonder why. The last time I slept with someone uh, someone else was in November 2020. I tested negative after sleeping with that same person and a few times and a few times in October 2020 and again during my pregnancy in December 2021 which is my boyfriend's baby. Essentially, so she was sleeping with someone in 2020, got tested, was negative, then got pregnant in 21 with her current boyfriend, the one we're talking about now. She gets tested a lot, innit? But she's fucking around, so. That's good. Well she done. Was. You need to do that So fair well. play. That's good, actually. Me? No, you at home. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes. Um, da, da, da. <clears throat> so here we go. He was on Amox Cillin two months ago after having a tooth pulled but the doctor said that he wouldn't have cured the, that wouldn't have had cured the chlamydia if he had it okay he never goes to the doctor so I don't think he would uh, have knowingly had it treated behind my back and not to mention I would have just given it back to him anyways yeah exactly exactly but so. she's a good point she was like oh maybe is he cheating got tested realised he had it from someone else got treated and now I that's a that was a fucked up yeah. how the fuck did she think of that no, idea no but if that was the case she would have just given, given it, it back. back but how does she think of that as a possibility girls are very smart the only reason I decided to go tested was because he was hiding his phone from me I asked him to look at something and I sent him on Instagram while we were laying in bed together and he was super hesitant I noticed that he had notifications, so I asked him to click on it, and he immediately put his phone away. Oh, no, no, no. You know, I'm doing a situation. I'm wrestling you, motherfucker. I'm getting on top of you. Okay, this might be abusive. I'm not sure, but I'm going to pin you down. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to unlock your phone with your face. I'm going to find out for myself. Can we just say, your face ID unlocks my phone? <laughs> they say you date someone who looks similar to you, but why the fuck is face ID doing us dirty like that? That's, anyway. That takes the piss, you know that. They're taking the muck remember, out of us. Remember, we went through a phase where people used to think you're dating. Sibling. No, siblings. No, siblings. Yeah, siblings. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we are. She's my stepsister. Anyway, <clears throat> so I asked him if I could look at his phone and he just, he said no and he wouldn't go to sleep knowing I would just look at, uh, look at his phone when he fell asleep. I bet he gaslit her. I decided to sleep on the couch, came back to bed around 1am, and when I came back into the bedroom, he was sleeping on top of his phone. Nah, nah, nah. Girl, you already know he's hiding something. What's going on? He said the only reason he didn't want me to look at his phone is because I overreact about things. I've caught him on dating sites, talking to other women, and all he does on Instagram is look at women that post slightly pictures. Uh, uh, And he won't admit to any of it. He also goes out of town for work often and his own ho- in his own hotel room and doesn't text me back for a few hours at a time. Nah, nah, nah. Anyway, none of this makes sense to me. If he cheated, why doesn't he have chlamydia and how the fuck do I have it? 
dun, I dun, see, dun. I, okay, the sexual health thing, I'm not sure, but girl, he's cheating on you. There's two issues like, here at hand. <laughs> the first part is, I have chlamydia. Yeah. The second part is, he's cheating on you. He is cheating on you. So <clears throat> get rid of him, solve your chlamydia, and that's it. I don't understand how, like, if... The only time I've ever told you not to look at my phone, I wouldn't tell you not to look at my phone, but I tell you, for example, don't go in my internet browser. Mm -hmm. Because Which sounds sus, but because there's something being patterned for someone mm. that you don't need to know about right now. Yeah, and somehow conveniently, your birthday is coming up at the same time. Yeah, for example, exactly. So things like that. But any other time, if I asked you to go on your phone for anything, and you said no. Nah. I'm squaring up. But what do you mean, no? That's what I'm saying. And you can't explain why not? That's what I'm saying. What the fuck? You either show me or we're done. I don't understand. Why be in a relationship? What's the point? Mm -hmm. Just fucking be single. Because she just overreacts. Yeah, I'm on a dating app, but you're First overreacting. First of all, you deserve to have the chlamydia. Because you're <laughs> going out with someone that you've caught on dating sites before. Taught, like... <laughs> I... Okay, maybe you don't deserve chlamydia. That's a bit extreme. Chlamydia is solvable, though. I think... He tested, he was positive, he got it cured, and somehow doesn't have it from back from you. Yeah. And he gave it to you. Maybe sure. um, he's... Because I swear you can't transfer chlamydia any other way other than sex. Yeah, I think so. It's just sexual fluids, so you'd have to have sex. Yeah, so he's... And if you've definitely not cheated... And he's going on work trips and not... God, he's lit... You know what's going on. Stop asking us. This go, is... go sort your shit up. Yeah. Set, step your pussy up. Break up with him and it's done. The open and shut case. Done. Simple as... Finito. He's cheating on you. He gave you chlamydia and... Uh, you're clearly blind. Because <laughs> you're still with him. Anyway. My girlfriend won't shower more than once a week. What is the best way for me to help her change this? You should read this. I actually wrote this in. Because uh, I've don't got shower. the same issue. <laughs> yeah. I don't like showering. Uh, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Here we go. For context, we are both healthcare workers and work five days a week. That's actually worse because you're dealing with disgusting bodily fluids and um, germs Diseases. all day and shit. You need to shower Open every cuts. day. Yeah, as soon as you as soon as you get home, you need to put your uniform in a certain area before and go walk naked into your house to the shower. Like you take a jacket off and shoes off by the door. Do oh. you want to go into healthcare? Yeah, <laughs> look, and Jake, Robert's face dropped. Who aghast? <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, my girlfriend now of close to four years has had issues with keeping up hygiene. Whether it be mental, emotional, physical, or even time constraint reasons, and honestly, sometimes it's understandable, but re it's not. Oh, it's he's not saying because she works so hard, she's too tired to shower. I don't care. Get so in the fucking. You'd shower. rather go to sleep with like people's vomit over you. Apparently, anyway, and honestly, sometimes it's understandable. But recently, with the cold and flu season, we've been coming into contact with more and more sick patients. I can imagine. And we are working longer hours with more shifts to save money. I'll always support her when she's not having good mental uh, mental health days. But I have to be honest some days, it's hard to sit with her and relax because I can smell and feel the dried sweat on her skin. Aww. So she stinks of BO. That's actually filthy. And the thought of her taking care of sick patients, then coming home to immediately sit down on the bed or the couch, makes me want to peel the skin off my skin, skill skin off my body. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. Help, lol. No, that said lol. <laughs> like this is a funny matter. He, he just wanted to swear. <laughs> <laughs> she stinks, lol. <laughs> oh my god. He's just trying to make it seem not as bad. 
but it's terrible. This actually. is a serious it, problem. That's actually disgusting. She's gonna yeah. she's gonna get ill herself. There has to be a condition for people that just like purposely ignore to like choose to ignore the hygiene. You want to sleep in dirt granules. You want to you know when you can feel your dirty on your skin. That's how she wants to sleep. I bet she doesn't even brush her teeth. The worst, the worst out of everything is the smell of bo. Yeah. Like if I even get a tang of bo on my skin, even if I've showered twice that day already, I'm mm. showering again. I'm actually lucky. I don't have bo that often. I, I get just, bo. I just sweat flowers. In the summer, <laughs> I need to shower two to three times a day because yeah, I get stinky. You do get a lot of bo, and you use it, the products. It actually depends. Some t-shirts are worse because mm -hmm. some t-shirts the material is made out of it soaks it up more and it produces a bad smell. Um, so I don't know. I need to figure that out. That one out. You need to find which t-shirts don't cause it. But the smell of bo is fucking horrifying. Imagine. Oh, I just smelt it. Yeah. But I just got a whiff of it from talking of it. No, it's not you. No, that I, was you. No, it's not me. It's the smell. Like you know. <laughs> when <laughs> when's the last time you showered? When sometimes when you think of a smell, you can just smell it. <laughs> yeah, cool. But yeah, bo is hard. You know, there's just some people. Oh my god. I'm not gonna say. I'm not even gonna give you context of this person. I already know. But there was one person, um, their whole room, like when they walk past, when you open the room, yeah. anything like that, it's just a woof of like, whoa. Yeah. You have not showered in the past month. Yeah. And sometimes you can see it on them. And their breath stinks as well. I actually think we're talking of two different people. They have the same issue though. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I could already think of like three people. Yeah. <laughs> but why do we know some fucked up people? I know. You have a weird circle. Yeah, you know you said you are who your friends are? Listen, guys, we're moving country, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I think we are. Yeah, anyway. <clears throat> I got one more. Oh, by the way, dump that bitch. That's crazy, man. I can't have a girlfriend smelling a beer. And you can't force someone to learn hygiene. Okay, don't dump her, but maybe be like, listen, babes, like this is seriously affecting me now. You need to have a shower. Dump her. Have a shower with her. You always say that. Spice it up. <laughs> Make it fun. And maybe, like, you have a shower with her and all of a sudden it becomes a routine to have a shower every day. Exactly. So, hey, ho. Shower and dick, two in one. <clears throat> my wife doesn't approve of my brother's new significant other. Interesting. Do I have a say in my brother's love life? No. No, you don't. But anyway, let me give you some context. Neither does your girlfriend. My wife and I met about four years ago and got married recently. My brother... Has had a great um, has had a great relationship and friendship with her ever since they met. My brother met someone through the apps not long ago and are hitting it off nicely. Both of us were very excited for him since he had a hard time in the dating scene. We always have football watch parties at his place, and he told us that he we would be able to meet her at the next one. We met her yesterday. Turns out this is this his new significant other is my wife's high school bully. That is a techie one. When they met, they recognized each other cordially, like they um immediately. They were cordially. I think that means you're you're kind of like accepting. You're not like crazy. You're just like normally. You greet each okay. other cordially. Okay, cool. Mutually, I'm not Maybe sure. Maybe I need to learn that word. Anyway. Maybe a bit awkward, but afterwards, I could tell that my wife was uh, feeling super uncomfortable. We made up an excuse and left early. On the way home, she told me about her bully, but not not with a lot of detail. Before going to bed, she told me that I need to, uh, need to demand my brother that he stops seeing her. That's crazy. I know she was distressed, but I don't know if I can do this. 
My limited interaction with her was pleasant. There were no other obvious red flags from her bully I could de- detect. Maybe I could warn my brother about her, but I do not think I can make demands on his own love life. Exactly. If someone came to me and demanded I stop seeing my wife when I first started dating her, I would have told him to fuck off. <laughs> I can see this might strain their friendship. Any advice? Thanks in advance. Yeah, you can warn him, but you cannot have any say. First of all, people change. You sound like you're like mid-20s, mid-30s. Why are you talking about high school? I'll give you context. These two are 38. The brother's 30. Come on. Just leave it out. She's probably grown up and give her another chance, but be cautious. And if she's still that bitch, then you don't. You just have to be respectful when you see her. You know what this is? What? This is an ego thing. Yeah. And usually this is amongst men, but sometimes women have the ego battle too. Exactly. I can imagine it's not nice. She put you through some shit, but you can't hold that grudge. And, event- and if she's still a bitch and the brother's boyfriend's brother didn't realize it, eventually your relationship might get strained, but it is what it is. <laughs> there was a high school bully that I, I everyone used to have. And the thing is, this he wasn't really a bully, but he used to like taking the piss out of the fact that, um, you know, immigrants. He was one of them typical English people, right? Interesting. And he just took the people. He was he was slightly racist, but not obviously racist. Okay. If that makes sense. One of those type of people. Interesting. And um, I'm going to square up right now. Where the fuck is You he? know this person. And you've seen them multiple times before. Have I met them? I'm not going to give you... Yes. I know. I'm not going to give you any context of how. But all I'm saying is they work in the... um, In the hospitality industry. Okay. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. And the feeling of, you know, being a business owner. I go taking my girlfriend to a restaurant, you know, and... Shit, I've already said too much. But anyway, again, served by them. Oh, it was a good feeling. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. And that was an ego trip and a half. <laughs> um, but yeah, just when you're a bully, just be mindful of I you think know where you go. Kill them with kindness, girl. Don't make them break up. Just kill them with kindness. Maintain. You were emotional that night. Just sleep on it. Wake up a different, stronger person. Hold your head high. Greet the girl. Make her nice. And if she turns out to be a bitch, then at least you've done it with grace. Look, we had a similar situation recently, yeah? Yes. Killing someone with kind Not literally killing someone with kindness. But like, let's say you have a disagreement and you end up making them look like a dickhead by being a kind person and a good person. It's the best feeling. It's you- such a good feeling. And I'm like, I'm not the person. If someone does me dirty, I'll cut them off. But this is the first time I killed someone with kindness and I've never felt more in control of the situation. How empowering does it feel? And our relationship that I have with that person, I feel very above them and in control and calm. It does. It's a big-headed way of looking at it. It is. And a very unhumble way of looking at it. But the feel... The, when I say above them, I don't mean in life. I mean in the above them in terms in of... In a situation. You can't control me anymore. You have no power over me. Yeah. That's what yeah. I meant. And the ego trip you have Sorry. of that kind of situation yeah. is incredible. And it actually makes it more fun. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because when you hold someone with grudges, like... It makes it awkward when they come around and then you have to act in a certain way to maintain your pride. and It's just too much headache. Whereas when I actually just be nice, I don't have to think about it. You also got to think like, for in this situation now, yeah, you've been the girl of this situation here, this this relationship, his brother, like you know them way more mm-hmm. than this new, t- new chick. Yeah. She might have used to be your bully, but look, at the end of the day, she's the new girl here. You could bully her now if you play no, no, right. No. Don't okay, bully. Sorry. Don't bully her. No, don't listen to Laura. Don't bully her. But 
you're in control of the situation. Yeah. So really and truly, you have the power now between these people. So you actually have the upper hand here. But Just the- be a big girl, you know, kill her with kindness. You know that the, the brother more, you know her boyfriend more. You could say something like, I don't know if it makes you feel better. He wouldn't like that. Mm. I know he wouldn't like that. For stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like small comments. But just don't act on it too tough. Don't yeah, otherwise you're gonna be the person in the wrong. Yeah, and, and it also will come back and bite you in the ass. This is not the girl the girl asking this question. So the guy this is the guy asking the questions. Tell your girlfriend these things. And secondly, no, you can't tell your brother anything. Mm. You you could tell him about the context of the situation and yeah. to why your wife may feel a bit weird sometimes around them. And why they left early. Yeah. Um and hopefully he would understand. But you can't tell him to dump her. Exactly, you can't. None There's of your no business. way. It's none of your business. Otherwise, your, your brotherly friendship will get fucked. Exactly. Anyway, let's wrap it up on some confessions. Can I just say I'm proud of myself because I do need to piss. I need to piss as well. But this is an hour seven episode and I've not have gone to piss. I actually need to piss as well. Let's get through these confessions. Let's enjoy them. They're great. Go okay. Ahead. I've never given a blowjob. I'm married. I'm 42 How years. How are you married? I'm married. I don't know how she's secured a man. Yeah, so I think anyone can secure a man these You know, days. Was talking about red flags in relationships. This is one. Not giving head is the biggest red flag mm-hmm. in a relationship. You're missing out on a lot. Um, anyways, she's 42 years old and she's never, ever wanted to. Her sex life is very plain and she's not bothered about it. And she's very happy about it. She's happy with being beige, she said. So vanilla, boring. Um, she's had other partners before. Um, so she just avoided blowjobs this whole, her whole life. I could not be with someone like that. Mm. What do you mean? You just don't give head. Cool. I just don't do relationships, apparently. <laughs> Sorry. We can't continue this, relationship. <laughs> we'll see you in two to three business days. Blocked. Yeah, exactly. Straight up. I'll come for the vanilla sex and I'm going to dip. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If it's that good. You're just filling the gap, sweetheart. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. It's not getting sloppy toppy elsewhere, but sometimes they're busy. Wow. So I just need to get the vanilla. That you know is, what I mean? That is deep. Filling the gap. Wow. Uh, for five years now, I've been going into hairdressers with cash only on the window. I walk in with a paper bag that has nothing in it, get my hair cut, and then say I'll run to the cash machine to get money and leave the bag so they know I'm not just leaving and I'll come back for the bag. I never come back and I always get free haircuts. It seems like more trouble than it's worth. Are you just enjoying stealing right now or do you actually need like to save the money? You know, I never understood this. Hairdressers taking the money after the haircut. Uh, now people do it too. I would not leave, let someone leave the shop until they pay me. Nail people do it constantly. You could easily, when you get your nails done, they always ask for cash and they never ask it for it before. And there's many times where bare girls will go, and even I've done it before, I'll go to the cash machine and come back. This happens in so many industries. Like, get your money first because... Otherwise, you're just risking your, your time yeah, and yeah, yeah. all your effort. You've just done your nails or the hair and you don't even get paid and for it. And this person's a bitch. For constantly doing it as well. This person's a bitch. You've got to think, this person, this is their business. This is their life. If you're having a hard month, fair enough. Play the game. No, 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 no. But it's like, not fair. Every no. every time you get a haircut, that's deep. Fuck yourself. That's what uh, I think. Um, I, sata- I started a successful cake business in lockdown. Okay. I don't have the courage to tell people it was because the edibles I made around that time were so delicious, I had to start baking. But I don't know how you could not tell anyone because weed smells. What? They were making, they had a cake business, but they only started because they were baking edibles. How the fuck does that correlate? I don't understand <laughs> Edibles this is a cake. Like, you're baking the weed. Okay. And they've realized they're good at baking, so they started a baking business. 
Oh. Robin. That's a funny story. Yeah, Why would you have to anyone. hide that? I don't know. Weed is so normal these days. Is it even a drug? It's People a class B drug, bro. Rock around with it, like. <laughs> it's a loose one. You know what I mean? Mm. It's, eh. It depends. I think alcohol is more damaging than weed. In all honesty, I don't know. I know someone that's smoked weed for so long; they're not even the same personality anymore. Ah, that's facts. And so much. Um, my school bully. Interesting. Interesting. My school bully got jailed for dealing. I wish I could tell him that I tipped him off to the police, but he'd probably kill me when he gets out. A silent victory. This is not what I mean when I say kill them with kindness. This is kind of um. <laughs> <laughs> you snitched. Yeah. To get rid of your school. That is a level of resentment that you've been holding for time. Yeah. That is deep. And you got him back. Did you get him back? I think that's worse. And now you've got to live with the fact that hopefully he never finds out it was you. Yeah, true say, because you're going to keep telling yourself like, oh, it feels good, feels good. But in reality... You're scared. It doesn't. And you're looking over your shoulder. <laughs> in case someone's going to come and get you. Exactly. That, that's mad. And you've just told this confession page too. You know what's crazy? Everyone knows someone that deals drugs. Yeah, that's true. That is such a true... Like, especially so if, in the UK. So if everyone snitched, there'd be no drug dealers and then drugs wouldn't be an issue. Yeah. Let's go snitch. Oh, I'm joking. I'm snitch a certain man out. Um, lads weekend away several years ago, I decided to go for a wank. Due to the lack of Wi-Fi in the house, the closest material I could find to help me along was a book about cats. And one of the pages mm -hmm. had, had a woman in the shot. I can't look at my cats without feeling some shame. So he just had to go for a wank. You know, you just got to wank one out. Why don't you just use your imagination? <laughs> you just looked at a random woman... In a pet magazine. Yeah. <laughs> Not in provo no provocative way at all. Just a woman in a... Yeah, and... Yeah. This is a man with a serious porn addiction. He just had to go and bash one out. That is a problem. And that was the only material he could get. Imagine just use you, your imagination. Imagine you're on holiday and you go Just use and... your, ask your homie for some help. Imagine you're on holiday. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> Why didn't say that? That's a great idea. Let's go on holiday. <laughs> And let's break the Wi-Fi. I'm going to unplug it. <laughs> Anyways, um, we live next door to a famous porn star. Oh. I've not found a way. This is your neighbor right in Yeah. I've never found a way of telling my wife without spilling what kind of stuff I watch. So you can't tell my wife, oh, do you know who that is? Because then Yeesh. it would come out. Oh. Mm-hmm. I do sometimes wonder how your neighbors talk about you to their friends. I don't friends. know. But anyone on my OF, don't tell me you live close to me because it makes me just want to block you and turn off from unsubscribe. Oh, yeah, that just, happened with one just, person, just, isn't it? Keep that to yourself. <laughs> no, more than one person. Really? Someone saw me at my local Tesco's and <laughs> signed up. Like, if if you know me locally, just don't tell me because it just makes me feel a bit uncomfortable. That's like going Tesco is like form of marketing for you. Yeah. <laughs> I just signed up to your OnlyFans just to tell you I saw you. That's crazy. Um, Just, yeah. It's one of the ones. Um, I really love a kebab wrap after a night out. Kebab wrap? Yeah, like a, yeah. how good does that sound? A wrap with kebab meat that in. Just, I'd rather have the kebab. Well, they love having that after a night out. Okay, fair enough. They'll go to bed and lie down and eat it while they're lying down and drunk. You're disgusting. How I hate people that eat in bed, especially you. Yeah. Fucking eating biscuits in bed. I did that yesterday. Fuck out of it because I'm fucking sleeping and I feel like I'm sleeping on a beach. Well, I want to tell you, stop sleeping with the AirPods in. Every no. time I wake up, I wake up with the AirPod near my ass. I sleep naked. If an AirPod goes up my ass, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> Wait, oh. what do I do if I sleep if an AirPod is ending up by your ass every night? <laughs> every night I wake up and I realise the AirPod's there and I'm not thinking, I sleep naked. If this motherfucker goes up <laughs> my ass and you play sound and find my iPhone and it beep beeps up my ass, I'm going to be so mad. I would like to imagine that you'd realise there's something up your ass. Probably not. Say. So many things go up. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, she's then this person's scared because they might choke on their kebab, and then three days later they'll be found dead with kudona meat down their throat. Okay, yeah, I think cool. it's worse things to find down your throat when you're dead. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, second date with a guy, his whole exhaust fell off in the middle of the road. Then a crowd of ten year olds surrounded the car, filming it. It was the worst thing that ever happened, um, and I, and we even swear at them to fuck off. I got drunk to overcome the ick, but now we're happily married. That's a good story. It's a cool story. A happy ending. That's the only reason it's a good story. Because exactly. something like that could happen to us. I you know. Because we rent cars. It happened to me with all of my bosses. I've explained before on the podcast. Oh, I took yeah. my boss in my car and my exhaust fell off. And oh, he that's was, bad. And he started telling me, oh my God, one time I was in the car and it caught on fire and now I'm really scared. And I'm like, don't worry, it's not going to catch on fire. It's just scraping on the floor. Like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just get you to where you need to go. But that happened to me with you in the car. When? In the Honda. Yeah, your exhaust fell off and we went over it, didn't we? Yeah, we yeah. drove over it. The whole car bounced up. <laughs> and it was a hatchback. And then we had an hour drive back with no exhaust. It was going, Rah! And then we went back, we saw the motorcyclist pulling your exhaust onto the road because we were trying to find it to do the same thing. Embarrassing. 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 <laughs> Have you not seen that? No. The Drake meme. I haven't seen it. Embarrassing. I need to look. His card declined for like an eight hundred thousand dollar bet. Really? On, on a betting site. Thank God. And he was like, embarrassing. <laughs> anyway, yeah, go on. I used to work at an indoor soft play center, and I was cleaning the sl- slides. Uh-huh. I decided to polish them as well, but I got fired the next day after some mothers complained. No kids got hurt, but they all had a lot of fun. Assuming they went down super fast. Because it was like really fast on the slide. So? Yeah. Kids had fun. No one got hurt. That's the whole point of an indoor player, right? It's satisfy your kids. Also, they need to be polished because if they're not polished, everyone's getting fucking electric burn. Oh, yeah. I never liked slides, especially the plastic ones. Because they're electric. Because the ones that are not slippery enough. Firstly, you get shocked when you touch the bolts. Mm -mm. Secondly, you're going down. If you're wearing shorts or something, they slide up and you go, your ass gets burned. And when it's a hot day, I swear. That's the worst. It's the worst. You know, you can your kids can actually get like a degree of burn on that. You need to check the heat, heat of things before they go on the play. I area. cut myself in a slide once from that because I got friction burn. There you go. Because it wasn't fucking slippery enough. It's unsafe. Huh. Good on you. Well done. Polish more slides. My boyfriend is kinky, so I suggested a fun scenario where he could tie me down and use wax strips on my fanny. I forgot the word fanny existed. Truthfully, I hate shaving, and it saved me a fortune and embarrassment at a beautician's. But now he's very into it and I, and he can't wait to do it again. Damn, I've created a monster. That's a strange kink. I want you to have it because I'd be more than happy for you to do that as well. It saves me so much time. I wouldn't do it. I'd be too scared. No? Imagine if I like, I don't know, pulled the flap apart. Wow. Imagine that. If I just put it on the inside by accident. It wouldn't be pretty. No, no, no. I can't do that. It I would I would pretty. never be able to. I'll be, too sh- I'll be too scared. I got two more. This one is very funny, but it's not funny. I often give fo- I often give food to the homeless outside the Tesco near my work. Okay. One day, I bought two sub rolls and mistakenly gave them the breakfast one and left me the cheese and chutney one. I was fucking oh. gutted and considered <laughs> going back for a swap. But I stopped myself. <laughs> you know them ones? <laughs> like you gave him the better roll. <laughs> Man goes back to the homeless. Hey, can we swap? I gave you the better one. Sorry, that was not meant for you. I don't know how he convinced himself to not go back. He must have told himself like... Nah. I would have given him another one and gone in and bought another one myself. Yeah, you have to have that That's breakfast mad. roll. Um, I've realised I don't want to go through with my, my upcoming marriage, but I don't want to call it off as my mates have put over 5k into my dream stag do and I can't let them down. Damn, this is going to be another one of their relationships that just complain about the missus all the time. Facts. Just hate it. Why? So but they're many, just living in it. So many people do that. Yeah, this like, is... And that's the thing. You know how they said we talk about red flags? 
Red flags talking about your past relationship. Red flags talking about your friends. How about the red flag of talking about your current relationship? I wonder <laughs> when we have the studio to get guests on. I wanted to get a relationship therapist on. Yeah, and I want to ask them this question: Why in this country are there so many people in relationships that they fucking hate? And they stay in. I don't get it. I don't know. On that note, I'm going to go for a piss. Thank you for watching. Hope you enjoyed <laughs> Hope the you episode. Enjoyed it. Thank you for watching. This turned out to be longer than we thought, but hey ho, is what it is. We're talking Enjoy about it. more of the stuff that you enjoyed, so hopefully you did. And we'll see you on Patreon if you're a real G, if you're a pussyo and can't afford Patreon, which is only £3 a month, which you wouldn't feel in your bank account anyway. Exactly, but, but we would feel the heat when we can get the heaters. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but if you're just one of them perf people that just don't sign up, apparently, then we'll see you next Wednesday. Take care and peace. Bye.